Hello, hello, hello. It's David's podcast show. It's absolutely savage, and it's David's podcast show. lads how are you getting on happy tuesday you always know it's a tuesday because i'm anti your favorite uh, podcaster in the whole world probably i'd be hoping so anyway i don't see why i wouldn't be you know i, I assume anyway that i'm probably up there with um blind boy and uh, joe rogan and uh, all those lads i'd say i'm probably up there now at this stage um i'm highly recommended in spotify as far as i know and i'm delighted with that so happy tuesday lads how are you all getting on? How are you all coping with the with lockdown 2.0? You know? Lockdown 2.0, everybody. <clears throat> Do you know? Um, so, yeah, so the other night, right, I was having uh, cans uh, with the lads over Zoom. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is gone. Um, I was having cans with the lads over Zoom. Uh, some lovely cans of Guinness. Um, by the way, uh, that, that, that thing that's going around online about how to pour a can of Guinness, uh, tried and tested um, many times, and I have to say, it's it's the next best. It's it's obviously not the same as getting a pint in a pub. Of course, it's not. It'll never be the same as that. But it's definitely the next best thing if you're stuck at home and can't um can't obviously get a pint in a pub. It's the next best thing. Um. So basically, um, what you do is you just turn the the can upside down into the pint glass uh, preferably a Guinness glass but if you don't have don't, no don't throw it into a Carlsberg glass one of my buddies did it there the other night and I actually I, I, I had to hang up on him I was so angry um I've never been so upset with someone in my life um I have to say I think I think I think, I think that should probably be uh, a jail sentence um to put Guinness into any glass that's not um that's not a Guinness glass I think that should definitely be um a jail sentence you know I think you should have to probably, at in a worst case scenario, be sentenced to death by a firing squad as well. That's an absolute disgrace, you know. Anyway, moving on from that, we're in uh, we're in another lockdown. Um, as I said already, um, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a tough one, lads. Uh, we didn't think we'd be in this position again. I don't think for another while, long time. Uh, I didn't think so anyway. I thought we were gonna kind of maybe remain some bit normal up until Christmas. I was thinking, oh, brilliant, we'd be able to have a few Christmas points, you know. Um. No, no, it's not meant to be. Um, and look, we're just, we're just gonna have, we're just gonna have to fight through it, right? We're gonna have to be good. So be good. If you're not being good, then be good. All right? Do you know? There's no need for you not to be good. <laughs> Behave yourselves, young fellas. Um, no, but to be fair, now people are. I think for the most part, people are actually doing all right. Um, but. Look, look. Well, anyway, look. I'm not. As I said, I, I, I have to stop trying to dictate to people here because I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not on uh, Nymph or whatever it is called. I'm not on that, so um, I'm not going. I'm not going to pretend I am. Anyway, moving on, lads. Um, so a little bit of background. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, I'm David Savage. I'm a personality. I'm a radio personality, or former radio personality, but now I'm a podcast personality. I'm a PP. Do you know? I'm a PPE. I'm a personal protective equipment. Um. I'm in my late 50s now, um, this is my podcast, uh, I'm only doing this because my kids are gone to college and this is my outlet now, um, you know, so yeah, so I'm actually, uh, every, so, so I, I thought everyone has a podcast, I thought um, I'll be original and get one too, because uh, no one has one, you know, so I thought it would be interesting if I got one. Anyway lads, it's coming up to Halloween and it's going to be a bit of a different Halloween this year. Um, so it's trick-or-treating band or what? 
Um, do you know? Like, I don't think I don't think you should have trick or treating. Like, imagine, you know, like really, if you're if you're doing the old social distancing, and it's tough because I used to love trick or treating when I was a kid. You know, I really, really did love it. You know, um, all the Halloween games. I do. I I've always liked Halloween. Um, especially as I got older, because I could watch the old scary, you know, the old uh, frightening movies. I could watch a few more uh, scary movies as I got older. Um, and I just I like Halloween. I, li- I like I like binge watching, you know, scary movies on Halloween night. Um things like that you know stupid stupid little things like but they're, they're a bit of fun and i enjoy doing it so that's what um that's what i like about halloween um do you remember i was trying to think the other day because i was talking to my buddy and it's called it's called worldwide anyway bobbing for apples you know the thing in the little tub of water where you stick your mouth in and you can't use your hands you have to use your mouth and grab um grab an apple that is do you know what now the things we used to do um before covid like you're essentially putting your mouth into water that everyone else is putting their mouth into as well. Like, that's disgusting when you think of it, you know? <laughs> like, when you actually, like... And same with birthday candles, you know? Like, think of it, you know? Before COVID, we were all spitting on each other's cake, you know? Can't have that these days, no, lads? Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, sticking your head into... <laughs> so basically what you did is you stuck your head into the water and you were trying to get the apple out with your mouth... And you won prizes or something out of there. There was money inside the apples or whatever. Um, which is probably dangerous as well. <laughs> you know, choking hazards. Um, but I was trying to think the other day. It's called Bobbing for Apples Everywhere. And I think it's in Ireland. I couldn't think of the name of it. It's actually Snap Apple. Did, did everyone call it Snap Apple? Or was it just my family? But we used to call it that anyway. And um, it got me thinking. Because my buddy uses American words for everything. And I was wondering, does everyone else do that, right? Because he always says like stuff like, you know, sidewalk or... Um, or what does he say, garage, or you know things like that, and it's like, what are you doing, man? You're fucking, you're from Cork. What are you doing? Um, you know, it's chow there, chow there. <laughs> um, but he does, he does that a lot, and he can't understand why that bothers me or whatever. And it's not, it's not that it, it's not that it's from America that it bothers me. It's the fact that it's not Irish. Like, why would you, why would you use different slang? I, I don't know. Look, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being a bit, bit of a particular shit. I don't know. Um, would you use American words for things? I don't personally. I know I'm I'm probably the ne- the reincarnation of um of Christy Ring or something like I'm you know I'm pure Cork, but like <laughs> like seriously no um no yeah but anyway look we're not going to dwell on that um yeah so we're heading into Halloween um it's getting to that it's getting to that time of the year again uh, it's getting fucking bitter cold as well outside isn't it. And it got me thinking about horror movies, right? So, I've been watching a few bad ones lately, right? And some ones that I, th- <laughs> I think they're just brilliant. Like, it's brilliant how shit, how how bad some horror movies are. But you could tell the intention was to make them so scary. And the one that I watched recently was um, One Missed Call. And I don't know if any of you have ever watched that, right? But it's actually probably... It's it's the worst rated horror movie. Now, I do think I've seen worse, right? Because if anybody's seen The Shark Exorcist or anything like that... Um, or Jurassic Shark or any of those ones... They're fairly bad as well. Um, now, they're, now, this one... I think they mean when they say worst rated horror... I think they mean ones that were actually made by major studios and stuff like that. I don't think they mean like independent movies. Um, <coughs> now, there's been some very, fairly bad independent movies that I've seen... That are on major stream, streaming services like Amazon Prime and stuff and Netflix and they're shocking 
and I can't understand how anybody made them or thought they were going to be good or were they being ironic making them because there's some very bad ones. But one missed call in particular is such a bad... Um, it's such... It's the kind of movie that I remember... I still remember seeing the trailer for it as a child and thinking, that's ter- that's going to be terrifying. Because like, they had the creepy um, kind of like people walking around. Now, now, when you look at it now, it's actually just terrible masks or whatever. But... I remember watching it as a kid and thinking like, "Oh my god, this is the war! Like this is this is so scary." And now I look at and now I watched it there recently, and I was like, "This is the worst thing ever." Because it was actually a Japanese movie originally from two thousand and three, and you know the Japanese make some very good horrors. Um, of course they made the original Ring, which is actually a lot better than the uh than the American one. Now the American one isn't bad. I have to say I actually like the Ring. Um. But the uh Japanese version, the original one, is actually. Is actually a lot scarier and it, it just works better to be honest with you. But One Missed Call was made in Japan and it was actually quite a good movie. But they made the American one and for some reason they just decided to um to kind of shit all over the plot really you know. But um so basically the movie is um about when people die um they send voicemail to all the people in your contacts and uh, it's, so it's kind of a paranormal thing and it basically sends you a voicemail of what your death is going to be now there's a scene at the start of it where um, it shows a woman and she's going over to uh, a little pond and she sees her cat and next thing the cat is gone and next thing a hand just reaches out of the water and pulls her in and that's the jump scare like at the start and I and you know you know I've said before on this podcast how I feel about movies that use jump scares like I like a good jump scare here and there but I hate jump scares where it's just there for the sake of having the bloody start. Because having a jump scare isn't being scared. It's basically just being startled. Like, that's not a horror movie. A horror movie doesn't... Like, a horror movie is supposed to be like a, a more thriller horror, you know, is my kind of... Like, because it's the thriller, thriller night. I don't care. I don't care about Michael. Like, that, that's a great song. But anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Um, it's not actually... The, the, that's not the scary part, you know. Um, but one miss call uses a few of these, all right. Um, and I think it tries to go for being dramatic sometimes. But anyway, back to what it was. Your one was being dragged in anyway by the hand, gets dragged into the water. Um, which I imagine, I can't imagine because that pond didn't look very deep. So I imagine it's just a guy like lying down in there, like you know, whatever it is, some sort of creature, or whatever the fuck. It looked like a normal human hand anyway. And the thing is just in the water, and then they copped out completely, right? Now, I'm not saying that it's funny when things happen. I'm 100% one that doesn't find animal cruelty. I'm disgusted by it, of course, right? And I'm going to emphasize that. But there's a scene where the cat gets killed by the hand as well. And all it's just downright hilarious. Like, I'm sorry, it's just not, like... Why would you try to make a serious horror movie and just have a cat being fucking dragged into the water by one hand after a person, you know? But anyway, um... That's kind of the movie. Like, the the movie itself... Like, there's, there's other scenes that are just ridiculous. Like, there's a scene where, um... The two there's two uh two female protagonists are talking and um basically one of them gets the voicemail on their phone and it's from the girl who died. Or oh, you know the ringtone. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. But it's not creepier, it's like little, you know, bells. Um I'll try and insert it there for you later on so you know. I'll end the episode with that. Um but basically the um the actual uh so so she gets the call from the girl who died 
and she looks at it uh, and then answers it and she hears a girl screaming and another girl just goes to her like that's you and she's just like okay oh. like as if that would be your reaction like whose reaction to that's you screaming and this voicemail just goes Okay, wouldn't you not be like, are you fucking sure? Like, is that right? Like, that doesn't sound fucking right. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> basically that's the that's the kind of level of stupidity in the movie. Um, they really copped out. The, the actual characters that are wearing the kind of the masks around, they're supposed to be dead people that are like, you know, warning you of what's going to happen and all this. And they just don't, they actually don't look scary. Like, the poster for the movie looks quite scary because it's a fucking dead looking mask thing with noise and... It looks like the eyes are screaming and he's on the phone. And I remember I saw that as a kid and thought, oh, that's really, really scary, like, you know, or whatever. And it's actually not scary at all when you think of it, like, you know. Um, but anyway, look, this is what we uh, this is what we have. Now, now, to be honest with you, right, because they, they don't react either. When the phone rings with the... They don't react. They're just very like, um, oh, whatever, like, this isn't, this isn't that scary or whatever. And it's bad. Do you know? <laughs> it's just not a great movie, right? But I love I love a good bad horror at the end. As much as I love a good horror, because I'm a big horror enthusiast, I do love a bad one as well. And that one was a very bad one. There was a one that I watched there as well, not so long ago, with my girlfriend. Um, and it was... Uh, uh, it was about the... Uh, it was about escape rooms, right? Um, and it was on Netflix. Um, I think it's just literally called Escape Rooms. It's from 2015. But... It was so bad. The acting was so bad. It was like a throwback to the early 2000s slashers, you know, where they have the stereotypical teens and the stereotypical, like, you know, the kids at the time, you know, like, you've the, you've the, you've the strong, handsome fella, you've got the kind of guy who's quiet, you've got the stoner kid, you've got the hot blonde girl, the kind of the girl who's still hot, but she's not as fucking, you know, obviously, you know, like, the one, basically the end girl is what she is, like, um... It was basically that kind of a movie. Now, I like that trope when it's done well. And when it was done originally, kind of, you know, like we'll say, I know what, I did, I know what you did last summer, those kind of movies. Um, it was kind of done well enough, I think, overall. But they, they did that anyway in this movie. And this movie was just awful. <laughs> like, the killing in it was over the top. Um, the acting was terrible. There's a scene where these two people get cut, get stuck in a room, and obviously, you know, they, they, the, the thing of it is that they don't think, or we, we, or we don't think we're in an actual horror movie, or, or, or whatever, we don't think we're in an actual situation here, and they just, they start fucking mounting each other, absolute filth, lads, do you know? I don't pay to a movie, for a movie to see filth. I never got that right because I don't I don't, I don't associate those things together. I I don't know. Look, I'm not a prude. I said I'm not a prude, right? This is a family podcast. I'm not going to be discussing things of sexual nature on this show, you know? Because <laughs> I'm a because I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster. Um, no, but anyway, right? The, so that movie basically is it's not great. I I recommend checking it out because apparently there's another escape room movie that came out in 2017, if I'm not mistaken, and it's supposed to actually be good enough. No, I haven't seen that one because um, the other one put me off watching movies about escape rooms uh, in general because it's a good concept, like it's a good idea. You know, all the pieces are there. You just have to put them in right. Um, but anyway, look. There's some very bad horror movies. Now, you know what? It's a very good horror movie, but it's more of a parody of horror movies, but it's definitely worth checking out, is um, The Cabin in the Woods, right? That's my favorite. I think that's up there as one of my favorite horror movies. And the reason it is, is because it actually explores... It's, it, so basically, the plot of the movie is that it's these... It's the company that are working 
they basically uh, manage to trap people in a situation. Like, they send them to a cabin in the woods. And it's actually the cabin from the Evil Dead movies. So whoever's seen the Evil Dead movies, um, they're fantastic. Um, they're brilliant. Uh, they were kind of a, they were kind of a bit parody as well, but they were they weren't they weren't. Um, you know, it was over the top, over the top gore. Like remember the scene at the end, you know, where it's like he gets the the, the fucking the demon thing's head cut off, and he's just like on the floor. I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. And he's like swallow this and just blows him up. You know, that's fucking. I know it's really cool. But anyway, um, but I'm a suck. I'm a sucker for movie lines like that. Like my girlfriend can't get that. Like you know, like Jaws for example, like. I love at the end of Jaws, you know, when he's like, um, he has the gas tank in his mouth, you know, the shark, and you know, um, uh, is it Richard Dreyfuss is his name? Yeah, he's like, he's like sinking into the water, and he's just like, uh, he's just there with the gun, and it's like, smile, you son of a, and shoots it and explodes, you know, and I love that, like, do you know, it's really cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on, Jaws two, um, it's a different film, it's a different shark, so, yeah, you have all that right, and. There's some good movies there, but Cabin in the Woods is very good. Um, I'm going to stay on that point. Cabin in the Woods is very good because they do, um, they basically do all the horror movie tropes. You know, they do like the ghost girls, the the things like that. Um, so basically what the idea is that um, there has to be sacrifices to gods to keep, um, to keep the world afloat. So it kind of explains why every horror movie is like that. And they have to kill off the characters one by one. So obviously the, so usually the stereotypical hot girl gets killed first. Is always the trope of the movie. Um, then the you know the guy that's with her, like the you know the handsome the <laughs> the jock, you know. <laughs> hey, buddy, get a load of that nerd. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> no, but um, they're there, and they they basically get killed first. Um, it's usually the stoner fella gets killed after that. Then the guy who's not, you know, the, 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 the I like to think of him as the me. Um, <laughs> you know, he's average. He's about a six out of ten. You know, you wouldn't be dis- you, you wouldn't be mad about him, but you wouldn't be disappointed to bring him home to the parents either. And he usually gets killed next, and then the end girl, or the last girl, it's up to her whether she survives or not, but she's usually, if she survives, she's usually left with loads of trauma, and that's, um, that's kind of the movie, but in the cabin in the woods, that happens, all of them get killed in that order, but the stoner guy survives, and he comes back and saves her, and they get to the end of the movie and realise that, 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 you know, that's basically revealed to them what it is. But they don't believe them or whatever and they escape and the gods come out of the earth and destroy the fucking earth. And that's basically the movie. But it's a very good movie. It's definitely worth um, worth checking out. You know what I love though about that movie, right? It's the title card at the start, you know. It's James A. Janice on the Kill Count says that title card. But the title card at the start is brilliant because it comes in and it kind of screams, you know. It's just like, ah! With the cabin in the woods, you know. So you get a fright even just by the title card, even though it's not meant to be that scary. Um, and all those kind of movies are very good, you know. Um, scary movie, like scary movies divides people because you know people are like, oh, it's a, it's it's kind of stupid or shit or whatever, and it is. But I genuinely do think they had some good jokes in there for the first three, anyway. Definitely, I think Scary Movie Four was a bit of a <laughs> alright, really. But again, it's if you take it for what it's what it is, it's funny. Now it was kind of unnecessary in a lot of ways because the first scary movie was a bit of a parody of Scream for the most part, and Scream was was a parody of a movie anyway, so it was parodying a parody, you know? Now, like, Scream... Like, for Scream who hasn't seen... Like, who, who's been, whoever's been living under a rock and hasn't seen Scream, Scream is, like, um, basically kind of having a go of the modern... The early two, the late 90s, early 2000s horror movies. Um, it was made in 1997, so it's late 90s, kind of, you know, those movies. Um, it was having a go off those, you know, the stereotypical slasher movies. Now, I love the slashers, right? 
slashers are kind of my favourite, I think. Um, you know, I love the Friday the 13th. As much as Friday movies aren't, you know, no one has been that great. I absolutely love them, though, and I don't care. Um, but the Friday movies are brilliant. Because do you remember Friday? <laughs> you know, one of my favourite Friday movies, even though it is it is actually not great on paper or whatever, but I still love it, is um, Jason Takes Manhattan, right? <laughs> the reason I love that movie so much is because there's a scene in it where Jason is fighting this guy on the roof, you know, a boxer, and he's there beating it. You know, your man's laying into him. He's giving him loads of hits. Jason's just not reacting, whatever. Douche, douche, douche. And your man gets tired anyway, and he goes, give me your best shot. And Jason punches his head off, <laughs> clean off his, <laughs> off his body, and lands into um, into a little, like, uh, kind of a, a rubbish skip, I'd call it. Um, <laughs> what would you call it? Uh, a rubbish skip, anyway, and... I don't know, I just, I like Jason, he's good at recycling. Um, but I like, that. that's what I like about that movie, you know? Um, the Friday movies, of course, though, are, they have people divided, you know? Like, whether they're actually good movies or not. I like them. I think if you take them for what they are, I like them. Uh, Jason X was a little bit stupid. <laughs> but again, it was, it was funny, it was fun, you know? And that's kind of what I'd watch those movies for, is for a bit of fun. And I love Jason. Um, I think it's, I think he's great. So don't kill me, Jason. If you're out there, I'm mad about you. You can come on my podcast and say nothing if you want. And I like, but that, I like the guys who say nothing, you know, because I like um, Michael Myers as well for that reason. Michael Myers says nothing, and I enjoy that. And it's strange. I know you're coming from a guy who always says something. <laughs> Joe, my cousin, uh, when she was only, I think she must have been more than more than six or seven. And one day I was in the car, and she like literally went, "David, do you ever stop talking? Do you know?" That's coming from a six-year-old. Um, but anyway, look, I'm putting it to use. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a professional podcaster now. I'm famous. So I put it to use. Um, <laughs> this show this show is bad, yeah. No, but you know what? We're actually doing all right today. We're having a bit of fun today. Um, so, yeah. So, the, but the, you know, the horror movies like that. I love uh, Halloween as well because of Michael Myers, uh, another guy who never talks. Um, the last Halloween was brilliant. Um... Now, they kind of bastardized the series halfway through it, but I'm glad they erased all those movies and decided to um, simply go with, uh, with with a new story, like basically continuing on from the first one. Because in the second one, you find out that um, Laurie and Michael are actually brother and sister. And I don't like that. I think that's kind of stupid. Uh, I think it's kind of better that he has a connection with her just because he wants to kill her. Um, <laughs> you know, she means the world to him because he wants to kill her. Um I kind of prefer that, and I think that was that was done very very well, um, in the in this you know, like Jamie Lee Curtis played uh, Laurie um in in the first in the, in the first two movies and then in the latest one that came out which was actually just basically written as a sequel to the first one, uh forty years later which was fantastic it was done very very well, um so basically in the second one Laurie's still traumatized from what happened um in the first movie. Uh, and she's, you know, she's awaiting for Michael to come back. She obviously ruined her daughter's life because her daughter spent her life being afraid of Michael, um, being trained basically in an army camp nearly. And her granddaughter is brought into it then as well in the same manner. And yeah, that's kind of, it's, it's this plot of that. And Michael eventually escapes, uh, comes back and it's just so, I just love it. You know, when you can hear him breathing behind his mask, cause there's a scene where they have him knocked out and, they're just your ones in the back of the, the man's in the back of the car next to him, and all you can hear is, 
you know like, you know, like, a, like an Aldi Darth Vader um, and he's like there I, I just I love that kind of stuff you know but it's done very very well um, the second Halloween movie was good but they, again they had that thing where Laurie is his brother which I didn't like or his sister sorry my apologies um, which I didn't like I didn't I didn't I, I like the idea of it and at the end of it he gets killed and that's kind of they kill him off and you think like because that was supposed to be the end of Michael because Halloween was supposed to be an anthology series that was supposed to be like okay Michael Myers is one story and then they had the other story about those masks um it was like Halloween Halloween 3 it was like this Irish fella um owns a company remember and it was like uh the company basically had fucking that song on the ad remember Three more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Three more days till Halloween. No, I kind of liked it in a way because it's cool to see an Irish bad guy, you know. Um, and what he wanted was uh, that he thought, you know, this Halloween was uh, originally like a Celtic pagan festival uh, sauna. And I think what he was trying to do was trying to get it back to that. Um, and be, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a bad, you know what, it's not great, but people didn't like it because Michael wasn't in it. And I understand that because Michael is probably the best part of the Halloween series. And the fact that he was gone from that, I think people just didn't like it or whatever. And lads, I've gone off on some tangent here, haven't I? <laughs> Have I missed any points? <laughs> but no, nah, this is a, this is this is this is a good this is enjoyable now, right? Talking about uh, old horror movies. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, I'm gonna do another old scary podcast there next week. Might have a few spooky, scary skeletons on it. Um, yeah. So as I said, how are y'all getting on anyway out there? Are you well? Do you know? Um, so as I said anyway we're able to have cans over zoom or whatever it's not the same thing though because somebody talks and somebody's stream is behind and all you can hear is you know what I, I, I know but lad I, 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 oh no you go on lad you go on oh no lad you go on you go on no, and cause, especially because it's Irish people and Irish people are polite when it comes to things like that you know we're like uh, oh no 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 you, you first no no sorry sorry about that you know whatever and uh, yeah so <laughs> I know but it, it's something it's a bit of a laugh um, I definitely recommend doing things like that, you know, meeting up over Zoom, having a few games, having a few quizzes, things like that. Just keep yourself, like, look after each other, lads. It's very isolating during this time, especially because it's winter time and it gets dark earlier, you know. When it was the summer lockdown, it was fine. Um, you know, it was still isolating, but it was fine from the point that people could go out at night or, you know, I mean, I mean, as in go out walking at night, you know, not go to parties at night, this was the issue. But go out walking at night or walk around and, you know, just experience a bit of sunlight or whatever. So it is isolating. Um, do look after each other. Uh, don't get on to each other. Like just communicate because you only have each other anyway. Thankfully, I'm still in work. Um, hopefully, we'll stay in work because, you know, it'd be tough going otherwise. Uh, I'll be fairly isolating. I don't want there to be another lockdown situation where I'm stuck at home. Um, now I could record a podcast every day for you. Yay! <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful? Um, so yeah, so like, it's going to be a tough few months now again. Um, Leo Varadkar uh, said the other day that we're basically we're we're, we're going to have a situation where um, the pubs and restaurants are unlikely to open for Christmas, uh, which is tough going. It is very tough going. Um, you can't even go for you know a few drinks at Christmas this year, which is very tough. Um, and that's going to be isolating for like for me or someone else. You know, it's a ball. Like it's like oh, I love my Christmas pints because I love Christmas pints. And I love waking up every day and being like, when we go for pints, ah, it's socially acceptable because it's Christmas, you know, and not giving a fuck, you know, and that's and that's the way to do it. That's lovely. That's what's good about Christmas is that you can let yourself go and be a little bit more, you know, inconsiderate about things like that. 
you know, not not obviously, don't, don't be a selfish dick, but you know, be a bit like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's Christmas, we'll have a laugh, you know? And I like that, and that's that's good, and I and I want to keep it that way. I, I'd, like, I'd like it if things could be like that again for next year and the year after and so on, but look, we can only deal with what we have. And what we have is all right, we have each other, and that's the main thing. But for people, like, that are living alone, that are old, um, or whatever, it is very tough for them, because, you know... Long before COVID, they were living with the, you know, with the thing of, you know, the pub was kind of an outlet for them, you know. Um, it was a social outing. It was a way to meet people, and that's gone this year. And it is it, that's that's that is tough going. So, just just be considerate of things like that, and you know, put things into perspective for yourself too. You're lucky to be in the position you're in. You know, we have everything at home, as I say. We have all those great horror movies that I'm just describing. Um, we've all that kind of stuff at home, so. You know, you've loads to do. Loads to do. You can watch a Christmas horror movie. <laughs> you can watch a Christmas horror movie. Um, I was actually thinking about this the other day, right? Is there a divide in, in opinion about horror movies? You know, trying to decide, like... You know, like Die Hard. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie, kind of? No, it is. It is a Christmas movie, right? The, the end of argument. But um, there is a divide. Like, is there a divide between, like, Halloween movies? Like, what's actually a scary movie? What's not, you know? Is, if it's a, is it a horror movie if it's on a Halloween you know, or sorry, is it a Halloween movie if it's not a horror movie? Like, Hocus Pocus, like, that's not a horror movie. If it's a Halloween movie, it's definitely a Halloween movie, for fuck's sake. If you don't think it is, then... I don't know. That's on Disney+, Plus. I have to watch that. Haven't watched that in years. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm kind of hoping to watch again. Um, I still have to watch the Star Wars prequels uh, with um, with herself. Because um, she's seen the original. Now, I remember before we watched Star Wars, she was like, I'm not watching that. No, it looks it looks old and silly. Because she's like that with movies, you know. I don't want to watch that. It's old and, and the effects look bad. And, yeah. and I'm like, just fucking watch it. It's a classic, like. And all my favourite movies are from about 40 fucking years ago, you know. Just watch it. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> just watch it. It's hard. It's actually good. Um, no, but, like, the... Yeah, so I have to watch those kind of movies. Disney Plus has been good for that kind of thing. Um, you know, stuff like that, whatever. And, yeah, that's kind of all all that's going on with me anyway at the moment, lads. Um, I'm enjoying the podcast, as I said. Uh, if you've been listening to this, I'm kind of learning different things. I'm trying to do different techniques uh, with it. Um, I'm learning all the time. Um, hoping to get other people involved as well uh, over time. It's definitely made harder due to a lockdown. Uh, so hopefully I'll have someone on over Zoom eventually um so yeah that's kind of all that's going on with me uh i kind of said i'd make this a short one just to get something out to you get something out to make you sh- you know so you can have something to listen to in your cars or wherever you're going or in work if you're like me you listen to a lot of podcasts you know anyway lads it's been brilliant um it's been brilliant doing this uh if you've been following me on facebook um or if you've liked it or whatever thanks so much uh we're actually the likes are going up all the time um so it's brilliant to see that so thanks for your support you're making my dreams come true as i said i'm hauling notes call me hauling notes because you're making my dreams come true yeah i'll hit myself in a minute for making that joke don't bother yeah i'll punish myself um 40 lashes um so look yeah so i said i'd make this a short one short and brief um have a good halloween i'm gonna have a kind of a scarier one there i might do a halloween special um have a good one. Look after each other and remember social distance, things like that. And just enjoy yourselves, lads. And I'll talk to you again next week. I'm going to leave you with the one missed call uh, ringtone song. Bye.
Goodbye, 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 goodbye. I hope you enjoyed the ride. It's absolutely savage, and it's David's podcast show.